Welcome to Broken Catholic, the show where I chat with Catholics, Protestants, atheists, and agnostics about why the world isn't working right now, and tackle unspeakable topics that many of us secretly struggle with but won't admit. I love today's topic. We're talking about you're not prepared for your moment now, right? That, that purpose that you feel like, I'm ready for it. You're actually not, and we're going to get into that with our guest today. So if this is your first time joining us, thank you for being here. If you're one of the thousands of listeners that show up every single week and listen, I just want to say thank you. The show doesn't happen without you. Thank you for joining us every single week. I'm your host, your coach, your friend, Joseph Warren. I'm also a broken Catholic and a former atheist. And I believe that as Christians, we are all the same in our struggles. We all worship the same God and we all want heaven. And that is more important than our differences in theology. So I am standing for unifying Christians everywhere. That's what the show is about. The show was created for you, the, the believer or the non-believer who struggles with the question, what on earth am I here for? That's what we're going to talk about today. Today, our featured guest is Dave Sanderson. Uh, Dave is a leadership speaker. Um, he's also became world famous um, by being uh, on the U.S. Airways Flight 1549 in 2009 when it crashed into the Hudson. It was titled The Miracle in the Hudson. If you remember that, Dave's been featured on NBC, ABC, CBS, Fox News, Discovery, Success, People Magazine, all of it. This guy is worldwide, and now he travels the world speaking about leadership and about God and combining business and faith, and I think that's fantastic. Dave, welcome to the show. Take 30 seconds. Fill in the gaps in that intro. Thanks, Joseph. No, you gave a great intro. I was just—I uh, think the one thing you said was, was really sort of resonated with me is I have the opportunity now to not only speak about business and leadership on those topics, but bring the faith aspect in because I think that's what people are missing right now is how you can't take God out of, God out of anything. Love it. And in 30 seconds, uh, share with us one personal thing about your life that very few people know about you. Um, I think one of the things that people don't know about me is that, um, wow, is probably when I was in college, you know, I was a pretty good, pretty good dancer. I was a pretty good dancer. And I, I tried out for uh, Dance Fever with Denny Terrio. So I think that was something that no one probably knows except for my wife and a few young ladies in college knew about me. Love it. Now, Dave, you, you've joined me on a previous episode of Broken Catholic, so welcome back. Thanks for doing the show again. And today we're going to get it down into a really juicy topic, I think. Um, you've also been on my other podcast, First 100K, about how to make your first $100,000. You're a successful entrepreneur. You're a successful business guy. So uh, BC Nation, go check out uh, that if you're into business and entrepreneurship. And in 60 seconds, Dave, why do you think the world's not working right now? I think the reason the world's not working right now is because every place you turn in the media and the different business places, that people are taking the, the conversation about God and God and having faith out of the equation. Uh, I speak to so many different organizations and around the world, not only in the United States, but in Canada and in Central America and over in Asia and now going to Europe. And they all sort of want to take that part out of, the, out of my talk. And I, I can't take it out because mm. God is involved with everything, every aspect of my life, including mm. business. So I think that's part of the issue right now. The world is people take God out of it too, very, yeah, pretty much everything they try to do to keep it secular. I love what you're saying right there. And I think to your point, you can't take God out of the conversation because God has been in your entire life. And for you to remove God from that would be to not be of integrity when you speak, right? So BC Nation, if you're removing God out of uh, speaking with people and your business and the things that matter in your life, and yet you know he, God has been in your life, you're, you're cheating God. 
right? He's contributed to you. It's time to contribute back, right? So I think it's easy to say we love God. It's really difficult to trust him, Dave, with our lives, with our future in 60 seconds. Why do you think that is? Well, some people need to have to actually, I guess, see that there is a God before they can have trust. And like that goes back to the Bible when Jesus with Thomas, right? Yeah, those, those who don't, I, you know, I believe in, they believe me because they don't see me. You have to see something. So I'll show you, put your finger right here. And I think that some people just have to see it. And unfortunately, those who have to see it, sometimes they don't see it the way they want to see it even though it's happening all of them all the time. They can, you can see miracles happen all the time. Uh, and you see, you can go to YouTube right now. It's so easy. So I think you know, some people just physically have to see it instead of just believing and trust that, that things are happening around them that for, uh, for miracles to happen. I, I believe you're absolutely right. Nothing has changed in 2,000 years, right? We're broken humans, um, and, and we, we need to see God. We need to touch and feel and right the five senses. Um, BC Nation, I just want to acknowledge that if you, uh, the sound quality is broken up a little bit, uh, Dave is joining us graciously from um, his bachelor pad. Uh, um, it's like a tree house you're in. I love it. So if you're joining us from like, um, if you're watching us on YouTube right now, um, Dave, is, that's, that's what's going on with the sound quality there. So today's topic, um, we're talking about you're not prepared for your moment right now, BC Nation. You think you are. You're like, God, put me in. When's it going to be my turn? But you're not ready. God is working on you. This, this stuff he needs to work out of you, this character floors, we're going to get into that. Dave, how does this topic impact you personally or resonate in your own life? Well, I, this showed up in my life dramatically. Back in 1994, I wrote my first mission statement. And, and part of that mission statement was, you know, that I'd have the opportunity to impact people's lives. And the gentleman who's leading the seminar said, don't look at it for six to nine months. You'll change it. Just sort of internalize it. So, you know what? The guy's making a million dollars. I'm not. He knows what's going on. I'll do it, right? And so six to nine months, I look at him like I'm a loser. I'm not doing any of this. You know, and I'm like, I can't tell my wife that I spent $4,000 to go to a seminar. It's like, man, this whole thing's breaking down, right? Because I believe this thing's going to happen, right? And all of a sudden, 15 years later in 2009, that miracle happened for me on the miracle on the Hudson. And now I'm impacting people's lives all over the world. So I think God's elation on God's denials. I think God was telling me at that point, you're not prepared to do this. I mean, you think you are, you know, you think it, you know everything, but you've got to go through some, some situations, some experiences and some pain before I trust you with this opportunity. Mm. And I think what happened to me was I was on the floor in the triage center and, you know, and someone told me I was going to yeah, have a heart attack or stroke. And also I'm thinking, you know, I survived a plane crash. I got out of the water and now I'm going to die of a heart attack or stroke. But I think that was the moment that God was saying, you know what? Are you ready? You know, I'm giving you this opportunity. You're going to have a chance to live. What are you going to do with this now? You said you want to do this. You're going to have the opportunity. What are you going to do with it? I think that was the moment that he was talking to say, you know what? Now's your time. Mm, that is so powerful. It was going to be 15 years to get there. That is so powerful. I'm going to share personally my story really quickly. Um, you know, it's like I thought I've been ready. Dave, I could tell you, just like you, like, God, I am so ready. Give me something big. I want a bold calling, a bold mission. And I'll, like, put me in now. I am so ready. And you know what was talking? That was my ego. It's all freaking ego, isn't it, Dave? It's like, it's just our ego getting in the way saying, God, I have a better calling and purpose for my life than you do. 
That's really what it's getting down to. I want to be God of my life, not you, but I need your superpowers to make it all happen. Right. I, it's a usury. Selectively. It's a selectively. Selectively. I can bring you in when I selectively need to have you here. That's exactly it. It's God, just be my GD in the bottle that, you know, I pull off the, off the shelf every now and then when I need you. And that's a, an effed up way of looking at the creator of the universe. Let God, yet God loves us enough to allow it, right? With his free will, which I think is amazing. Um, how do you think most people misinterpret this topic, Dave? Of I think I'm ready. Why isn't God putting me in? Why isn't God giving me what I've been praying for for freaking years? Dave, why do you think people misinterpret this? Well, I think it's exactly the reason they're misinterpreting is what you just said because it's about their egos. They're edging God out, right? It's exactly what they're doing. They think that they know better than God. And I think it's a perfect example of somebody who, who had this experience found is it's just the late Billy Graham. I'm here in Charlotte. We just went through the Billy Graham funeral. And, you know, Billy Graham, all of a sudden, he was, if you know his story, right? He was just, he was a pretty anxious young man. He thought a lot of himself here in Charlotte. I mean, and all of a sudden, he had that one moment to say, you know what? Maybe I, I was edging God out all this time. Maybe it was all about me. And uh, back in the late 30s, he had that moment, all of a sudden, shifted himself to say, you know what? There's a greater being, there's a heaven, there's Jesus. I'm just going to give it up to him, and look what happened to Billy Graham. He's mm. talked to, he talked to over 250 million people around the world mm. because he just surrendered himself and said, you know what, I don't know any better than God does. God, just use me the way you want to use me. And he, had that, he had that moment that, you know, he had that delay, right? Because he wasn't ready until God said, okay, now you're ready. I'm going to send you around the world to 80-some countries and 250 million people. So he's one of the most beloved people in the world. I see what happened at his funeral. Presidents show up at your funeral when, when you do something significant for other people. Man, that is so powerful. It's like BC Nation, God wants to expand your life. He wants to expand your reach if, if you are speaking about him and you're glorifying him with your life. He's not going to expand you and raise you up if you have selfish ulterior motives. If it's all about you, your fame, your fortune, this is what Dave and I are learning together in this life journey that God is showing us is when we surrender to God, Lord, work out the character defects in me. And I, I get, I have character defects, character flaws. You need them out before you will trust me with your children, right? Your, your, your flock, right? Sons and daughters for me to serve. Like I have been a sniper in my life. I mean that, mean that metaphorically, Dave. It's like I have become highly trained through broken childhood trauma on how to search out targets in people and shoot at them like a sniper and kill them off in my life and diminish them and lift me up right in my ego and everything. Do you think God's going to put me into the calling of being a, an evangelist when I'm sniping at his children because of my freaking ego? It's not happening. And yet in my head this whole time, I'm like, God, why aren't you putting me in? God, I have great intentions. God, God, God. God sees through the mess. He sees through the ugly. He sees what's really going on, BC Nation, in your heart. And so surrender to him. Surrender your life. What part of this um, topic uh, do you still sometimes wrestle with, Dave? Well, you know, what I, I wrestle with is I want to do more, right? And maybe when we just talk about talking about it's maybe the real he's giving me what he wants me to do right now i think there's other missions for me to have and i this, this is like a training session for me right to be able to get to that next level so i think that uh 
you know, like we said, I want to do more. I want to do more around this. I want to bring the word of the faith back into business and spread it through, uh, through that way in the military, which I'm doing, as you know, coming down to Tampa. Mm-hmm. But now I'm realizing that maybe God said, this, I'm giving you a training path right now because I'll, you'll have a bigger and better stage later, but you got to earn that right. And only, I'll tell you when that right's been earned. I love that, right? It, you know, God has to trust you with the small things first before he gives you the, the larger things. Dave, what is the one thing you want the world to know about um, not being prepared yet for um, God's great calling on each of their lives? Well, and I, I did a talk a few weeks ago about the passage in Esther about, you know, she didn't think she was ready for her time, but then she was told, you've come for a time as this. Mm. That would happen on the plane that day for me. Likewise, I came for a time for that because I wasn't supposed to be on the plane. I was mm. doing a five o'clock flight. So why was I on that plane? And more importantly, why was I sitting where I was sitting? Because Kaylee, if I was in first class, like I had a first class seat at five o'clock. I gave that up to be in the coach. Maybe I needed to be in a coach seat, a little bit more, you know, humbled. That uh, if I was being in the front front of the plane, but maybe he wanted to humble me and put me back in that back section. Say, you know what? I'm going to use you and show you what this thing's all about, and use you as a vehicle to show other people. Because there's no re- reason I should have been on the plane while I was sitting on the plane, and all of a sudden become the last passenger out, and 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 visually have that have that scene for people. It's like, wow. Or some other people just got did exactly what they were. Maybe that was their mission. But my mission, I think, God was said, okay, I want to use you, but you got to go through this. You got to go through this bearing your cross time. Here's your go bearing your cross. You're going to survive. I'm going to, it's like Jesus. You, should, you got out. What are you going to do with it now? And that's what happened to me. Man, that's so powerful. BC Nation, just like Dave, God has a perfect plan for your life that only you can fulfill at this time in history, right here, right now. Nobody from all of previous history current history or the the future humanity can do what God is calling you to do specifically for you in your life. The same way that he put Dave at the right seat at the right time on the right plane to be there and to now expand his platform so that Dave can give glory with his life to God. That's what God wants to do to you. Uh, Dave, let's wrap this show up real quickly. Welcome to the confession round. I'm going to ask you 12 quick fire questions. I know you've been on a previous show, so I changed up a few of the questions. You'll have three seconds to answer each are you, are, you, are you ready to go, sir? Here we go. Let's do it. Dave, what's your favorite thing about being an adult? Uh, be able to make my own decisions on what I want to do, where I want to do it, with whom I want to do it with. Love it. What's your least favorite thing about being an adult? I have, I have to make those decisions and do those <laughs> kind of things. I wish sometimes I could let somebody else make decisions. I love it. When you were a child, what did yeah. you not want to be when you grew up? Um, I did not want to be a teacher. I, 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 I get it. I want to be a teacher. Okay, if you could be anyone in the world, just for fun, for the next seven days, who would you want to trade places with? Currently or taking somebody from the past? Anyone. Johnny Bench. I want to be Johnny Bench. Yeah, I, I want to be a catcher on the Reds to be the, be the man. Love it. What do you wish you were better at? Uh, finances. Got it. This is going to be a tough one, so think fast. What dream are you scared of pursuing? Going on the, the massively big stage um, and, and ruffling feathers, ruffling some feathers. Do it. I think you're ready for it, brother, between you and I. Yeah. What makes you smile more than anything? Uh, when I see my, my kids happy, that makes me smile. Awesome. What secret fear do you have about people? 
there's so much hate, hateful speech right now. Everything is political. I hate that about it. everything's political right now. Got it. If you had the power to remove any one form of suffering from the world, what would it be, Dave? Uh, the, the suffering that the lack of, I would say the lack of faith in people, people who don't have faith. I'll remove that suffering because they're suffering if they don't have faith. Yeah, I get that. Imagine sometime in the distant future, there you are standing in front of your stu- t- tombstone. <laughs> Read to us what it says on it, Dave. That he, that he added value to those that he needed to add value with and, and did it in an appropriate way and gave people what they needed when they needed it and how they needed it. Got it. And two, two more questions. When you die, what's the first thing you'd like, you'd like to say to God when you walk through the pearly gates? Thank you for giving me this opportunity to serve and now hope I can serve at a higher level. Boom. And last question, Dave, if you could come back to life after you die and tell your family and friends only one piece of advice, what would you say to them? I would say, you know, live every day in the present. Don't, don't think about the future. Just live every day and be there for each other. Love it. So, ladies and gentlemen of BC Nation, we had uh, Dave Sanderson. We're wrapping up the show here. You can find him at davesandersonspeaks.com. That's davesandersonspeaks.com. Go check out his book, Moments Matter. Dave, thank you for joining us today, and we wish you the love, the forgiveness, and the transformation of God the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Thanks, brother. Thanks, Joseph. God bless you. God bless you. BC Nation, imagine if you could find your purpose in the next 30 days. Head over to brokencatholic.com, and I'll show you how. And while you're there, shoot me a quick question or a comment. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, That's brokencatholic.com. I'm Joseph Warren, and you were made for greatness. So stop being a wuss and start being a winner. Have a blessed day, and I'll see you right back here next week. God bless you. Thank you.